Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and today we're going to be talking about ingrained behavior. Now, have you ever wondered why you do certain things in the way you do them without even thinking? Like uh, maybe you're waking up in the morning and making a peanut butter sa- sandwich and, and the, the peanut butter has to go specifically on two sides, on, on, on two sides of bread and then jelly in the middle. Right? Or maybe you're the person that's cutting the crust on the outside to make a, just a perfect sandwich. Um, for 16 years in my life, I, uh, I didn't even know the peanut butter existed. Uh, in Ukraine, when I was born, we didn't have it. I mean, simply, it, was, it wasn't a thing. So uh, what, what I was programmed since, uh, uh, to do since my childhood is, uh, is bread, milk, and jelly. No peanut butter. My grandma, uh, she was on the farm, and every time at 6 a.m., she would wake me up to give me half a liter. I think it just, just equals out to big, like two cups of milk, uh, fresh milk that, that she just mil- milked a cow in the morning, that, that morning. So every, you can imagine, every summer that I spent with my grandma, 6 a.m. on the clock, would wake up to drink milk. And so I was programmed to drink milk, and, and then I really loved bread. My grandma also worked at the bread factory. And so she would, uh, not, you know, bread uh, bakery, not factory. <laughs> My uncle worked at the motorcycle factory, but she worked at the bread uh, uh, bakery. Now, and she would bring hot bread all the time. She would put it in this blanket and, and bring it home. And they and she always had jelly. I mean, because because they were farmers, they always had all kinds of different jelly. And so I love jam because we didn't have a whole lot of sugar back then. We didn't have a whole lot of candies and chocolates. So that was my candies. So I was programmed. I mean, it was it was lunch. It was it was breakfast, lunch and dinner for me. I mean, of course, they would cook different things, but I would go sneak out and eat and eat uh, a bread, jelly and milk every single morning without even thinking. Now, now some things that we do in life we do it without thinking because we were introduced to and and you know first we we thought it hey it was good we liked it we created a habit and it became a part of who we are i mean right now i'm almost 40 and so milk and me doesn't go together anymore so but man for half of my life that that's all i did so and 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 there is this saying you know what you know there is nothing besides or beyond that point. You grew up in a certain family. You uh, learn from the family, the habits, the different things that they used to do. You've learned that. And maybe you went to school and learned something from the school. And now you're learning from social media and different things. And you know what you know. Even social media is tailored to you. It's like whatever you like it, that's what they show more off of. And, and we all are programmed in that way. We all have different ingrained behaviors that we do. And we all operate, in especially some things, without even thinking. And so, you, you know, we, we learn, we, we get introduced, we learn certain area, we like it, we, we believe it. Hey, that, that's great. Then we create a habit around it and then it becomes our, our behavior. Now, the territory of our knowledge stops somewhere. And we never think about, about it because that saying, you know what you know, it's such a, such has depthness, depth to it. We know what we know and that's it. Now, why I'm bringing this up and why, is, why this is so important? Because 
Ingrained behavior has a point of no return. And just like we learn things when we were kids from our grandma, grandpa, mom and dad, then we grow up and start to start to learn things from our friends. And, 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 and if your ingrained behavior is good, it will propel you towards greatness. But if it's a bad habit that became your behavior, that became a part of your life, it will destroy your life. I mean, it's simply like spending money and saving money and maybe investing money. Maybe you, you grew up with the parents that, that never had money, that always lived from paycheck to paycheck. That is the behavior that they showed you. That's the way they lived. They never thought about retirement. They never thought about saving money and maybe investing money, learning beyond what they know. And that's how you grew up. And, and then another kid maybe grew up in, with a family that actually, that from a childhood, they, they, they teach the kid to, to not only just understanding of money, how to save money and how to invest money. I mean, that's what Bible teaches all throughout. And all of Jesus's Proverbs is about living. It's about practical steps of life. And, and, now, and now if your behavior is the first behavior, when you don't know how to save and invest in anything, you don't have any financial literacy, then you take that behavior into your life. And eventually you live like that. It becomes part of who you are. And until the day I die, I see people always needy, never have enough money. It doesn't matter how much money they make. It, could, it, can, it can be $8 an hour, $15 an hour, $20, $30. They take that behavior with them wherever they go, and eventually they die with that behavior. And then some other people, they, because they have a good behavior, good habits that they've inherited, well, now they start to venture out and learn more. And now their life, now that, that, those behavior propel them, propel them into the greater life, a better life. Now, so every ingrained behavior begins with senses. First, it's, you know, hearing, seeing, feeling, smelling and tasting because, you know, you ate something. You're like, hmm, I'm going to an immediate thought. Hey, I'm going to go back to that restaurant because it's good. You heard something and an and immediate thought, man, that's good. And you start implementing it and start thinking. So first, it starts with senses, your five natural senses, hearing, seeing, smelling, feeling, tasting. But then it goes to your thought realm. You start thinking and, 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 and you start not only thinking about it, but your life moves towards your strongest thought. That's Craig Rochelle said that. And it's so true. Wherever your strongest, stronger thought is, wherever, wherever you, you think the strongest thought, that's your life. Your life will move towards that strongest thought. So it starts with, with your net natural senses, then it becomes your thoughts, and then your thoughts becomes your beliefs. Because now, not only that, that now you're thinking about it, you're believing that, that that's good, that that's, it becomes part of your life, part of, uh, of your beliefs. And when you start thinking about it often, and the thoughts plus beliefs create strong feelings around a certain area of, of life whether it's food or did different things. And, and, and so, and it becomes a strong feeling. And that's where the monster starts to grow. That's where the monster starts to for, form. And, and because natural senses plus thoughts plus beliefs plus strong feelings prompt us to actions. Now we go back to it. 
we go back to it. We go back to it. And that's where the monster is almost fully grown because thoughts plus beliefs plus feelings plus actions become your habit. And now when that habit is repeated often, it becomes your ingrained behavior. And in the beginning, you had to think about this. You had to take those steps. But when that in ingrained behave behavior kind of gives birth in your life, now you don't even need to think about it. If it's drugs, you go back to drugs automatically because that's what, that's, what, that's what made you feel good. That's where your strong feelings are. That's where your thoughts are. That's where your beliefs are. And even if it's something that, that destroys you, you go back to certain things without even thinking because now you welcomed it as part of your life. Becomes, it becomes who you are. Now, and if that behavior is bad... And from the dark world, the darkness eventually will destroy you. And a lot of us, we know that. Even when I was strung out on drugs, I knew it was bad for me, but I would still go back to it because that was part of my life. I knew that porn was bad for me, but I was gravitating so much, I, I, ne I, never, I, I didn't even think how to change it. I wanted to change, change it, but I didn't know how to. And so some of good ingrained behavior will propel you towards greatness and some bad ingrained, ingrained behavior that we, that we have in our life will destroy us. Bible says this in Hosea 4, 6, it says this, my people are destroyed for of lack for uh, destroyed from a lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, 6. Now, it's not an earthly knowledge. It's not just two plus two equals four. It's a godly knowledge. It talks about, talks about God's knowledge, God's wisdom. When godly knowledge is increased, the ingrained behavior have opportunity to change. That's how gospel works. You see, when God, gospel is good news, when good news is increased in our life and we are introduced to that, now we start thinking, hold on a second, man, I need to change all these things. And we, and we start changing it by what? By introducing new habits, godly habits in our life. And those godly ha habits pushes out the bad and great behavior. And now the good habits propel us towards greatness. And it's found in God's knowledge. You see, it's like an airplane. And, and before I say this, I've always go back to this story because I grew up with a lot of my friends that's no longer with me. I was one of the first people to say, you know what, I'm done with that life. And I, I went to every one of them. I said, guys, I love you, but I'm not going to hang out with you because I want to change my life. And I gave my life to God. I was introduced to God's knowledge and understanding and revelation of the word of God. And, I, and, and, and finally, everything that I've, that I've been introduced to in my life because of my, my friends and drugs and porn and this. Now, now I open the door to change because there was more knowledge. The boundaries and the territory, what I know, started to increase. And all, not all, but close to 60% of my friends that I used to hang out with, 
Those that didn't change that ingrained behavior of drugs, of lust, of porn, of lies, and all these things, they are gone. They've been gone. I remember when I, when I entered my 20s, I started accounting how many of them just started dying off because of that ingrained behavior in their life. How many drugs took him, overdose took him, the, the stupid things when they became, got drunk and started driving and got, some of them got killed in, in the crash while uh, uh, dry, uh, uh, drunk driving. And, and, but those friends, the 40% that actually followed me eventually and changed their life and were introduced to the knowledge of God, now they have families, they changed their lives. So, and I started talking about the plane. You see, when plane takes off, in the first quarter or two quarters of the runway, if something happens and they realize there is a problem, they can still push the emergency brake. They can break the plane. They can shut off the engine. I'm, I'm not a, I, I don't know how to, how to fly a plane, but I know in the beginning of a, of a runway, they can still stop. But then there is a point, it's called point of no return, and it's found somewhere three quarters of the way when plane is about to take off. And when the plane is about to take off and you realize, oh my gosh, something is wrong, eventually, I mean, it, it can take off and crash. And that's how our life is. We gamble with our life. We think, man, everything is going to be fine. Everything, I'm still young. I can do things. Sin is fun. And I know it is. Temporary fun. But sometimes and somewhere along the way, we reach this point of no return. And we take off and crash. And that behavior that, that we were introduced in our teenager years, maybe in our early 20s, that behavior that we picked it up from someone, at first it, it just became a thought, then belief, then strong feeling. And then it moved us to action, then became a habit. Eventually killed many, many of my friends. So what I'm saying to you, analyze your life. How many things that you do that's, that you do it without thinking and you don't even know why it's in your life? Accept the knowledge of God because that's what pushes the territory of what you know. Because only in Jesus there is life. There's life, true life found in Him. Think about those ingrained behaviors that you've been living with. Maybe write them down. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And introduce yourself to the Word of God, to the Gospel, the good news that increases to Jesus who brings life, forgiveness, and everything else that you need. To in, that, that your territory of, of what you know can be increased. And remember, when your faith and wisdom works together in God, it creates a supernatural force of confidence and understanding in understanding life's purpose. And everything you need to live and everything you need to know and live to live a truly meaningful life in God, in Jesus Christ, there is a knowledge to change every bad things that can eventually destroy you. And if God spoke to you today, please share this podcast. Please share it on YouTube, on Facebook, on all the social medias. Thank you for watching. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn his face towards you, give you peace and give you knowledge to increase your territory and change your life forever.